0: hi guys and gals this is mr. Zai doing something a little bit different this month for the month of April or better say March I want to do a voiceover of my regular monthly edition of Substack so you know how I write every month but sometimes there's just not enough time to do to say everything in typing and writing and I want to see if I could do something a little differently by adding my voice over the regular edition by adding on to other things or just giving comments because me writing and me speaking is a bit different both imperfect but I don't think the way I write and I don't really always write the way I think and so we um, will start with profit and loss as it is the first time I'm doing this so uh, any feedback at the end would be appreciated if this is something everybody would like to hear more or not I'm trying this and I don't really know what kind of feedback I will be getting I started this in 2019, and everybody been able to see the progress I've been making since then, and I'm really surprised by what has been happening from, really, February and March, with the way market fluctuates, and really, I haven't been in the market for so long to be prepared for everything, so I've been just learning and trying to really uh not to make unnecessary mistakes, so not to make extra moves, and with everything that's going on in life, to be really more on defensive. Although with everything that is happening, that we already know that is happening, I feel like Could get a little more offensive, and as as we go to portfolio, you'll see there's some additional option plays that I start putting on. That's including some calls, some puts, just to collect some additional income because I haven't been really adding money to the account, having kids, family, work. And also doing taxes that I have to submit this week. Just nothing to add on, but yet I would like to keep growing and keep able to expand this 100,000 that I put in into a million, which is becoming more difficult, uh, being, you know, father and a business owner anyway I've been happy with so far but mostly what has boosted the uh, amount was Elon Musk buying into Twitter which I went from really being down like 20-30 percent to being up about 5 uh, which pre-market I just Uh, Whenever that happened, I just started taking some off the table and either allocating it to uh, other companies or just having it as a cash on the sidelines. I'm still curious and I still will be following everything that's going on with Twitter and Elon Musk's uh, now being on board and trying to, well, do... Whatever that is, Elon does, and I'll be watching it, but to be adding it right now, I think would be a little foolish on my end, and as I said in the post, below 30, preferably even in 20, is when I originally wanted to start this position, but I got a little impatient and I will not be really making that mistake again. Also tomorrow, Monday, Discovery start trading as Warner Brothers Discovery. Really looking forward to how that will play out. I do believe HBO has some punches to throw uh, against giants like Netflix. Execution will be everything and although I'm not as crazy about Zaslo, I am hopeful that it will be done properly. There is a lot of bureaucracy that has to go through, so we'll see how that plays out. Uh, everything that people have been putting numbers on, I don't think it really can be predicted. Time will tell how Things will play out. I added a few things for the Google shareholders and with Google I do like to make the position bigger, but I'm not willing to add uh, anything really above 2,500, 600. I would definitely start doing options once they split the stock. Until then, I'm just doing with what I have and being patient. I do have two sort of wild cards. It's I sold pull options on Baba and Citigroup. Likeliness of Baba going to 50 bucks by the end of the week is really slim. And if it does, I think possibility of making money from 50 range and losing from that are more likely to be made than lost, so I'm okay with that gamble and with a city group, I think people don't believe in to turn around because every time city gets itself in trouble, it really doesn't turn around as it proposes it would. I am willing to play it out, but only if it goes below 45, maybe even below 40. It is trading below tangible uh, book value, Um, but that doesn't really say much by itself as they're selling assets, as they're changing things around, focusing on certain parts and removing others. Definitely, I think it's interesting to follow how it plays out, and if interest rates increase, there should be some upside to it. And we all think I believe that it will move up. The uh, interest rates move up, matter of when, not if. So, I'll be selling puts and just studying it, looking over the earnings until if and when it goes below 45 mark for the dividends I received a few of them uh, from WWE LKQ star paying future fuel I'm still holding with the all that's going on I think it's good to have some dividends in your portfolio while the growth stock getting really crushed having some income get into your portfolio is always nice you can redeploy into a growth stocks or other undervalued companies and that way kind of dollar cost average so I have that and I do like uh all map but I am not feeling comfortable buying anywhere below um above 55 so as I said if and when it goes below 55 I'll well, dollar cost average preferably even below 50 if you ask me if there's what's the reason below um uh, what's the reason for that I really don't have any Real reason except that psychologically, uh, that's what I feel comfortable with. I have really a margin of safety price of 35 to 40 and so really buying above that bark is really throwing me out of my comfort zone. For this, for the last month, I have read two books. I have purchased a bunch of them, a bunch of more, but uh, read them. I have really listened to two books, The Science of Fear and uh, Fallen Leaves. Fallen Leaves is Will Durant's last book, more on a philosophical level. He goes over everything, as it says, from life, love, war, God, uh, politics and although like a lot and I mean a lot of things I do not agree what he says it was nice differentiated to listen to the guy's thoughts when he lived almost for a 100 years and being a historian and seeing a whole lot of the world it's nice to get view of a person from history that I can reflect on. Plus, as I said, it's originally the reason for it was it's free on Audible. So you can just listen to it, to it for free. The other book that I bought is The Science of Fear. Uh, this one was sort of more a refresher for me as I have good understanding of what drives humans and their fear. Most of it is illogical, irrational, uh, fear of things that most likely wouldn't happen or uh, wouldn't happen to the people. And book gives a lot of stats and facts about what we are fear, about Cold War before, about the flows, about even the simple things like people afraid of sharks and yet uh, sharks don't kill that many people on a yearly basis or being afraid of meteor striking and getting the funding for it, although chances of it happening are slim, if it does it would like most likely wipe us out. So there was a lot of stats and facts and interesting trivia that just give it a overall psychological and like the way the human brain works and the way we think under stress and fear and i think as investors there is a lot for us to reflect on and to really try to understand ourselves better because i think as investors a lot of it is really being rational when the whole world is not be it 2008 nine eleven. COVID, Russia attacking Ukraine. All of these things are terrible, and yet it's not the end of the world. But in the moment when things are happening, and fear is uh, looming around us, and we have to deal with it on a daily basis, on a personal level, it's not as easily can be understood that we're not being rational and the most important part is if we are to make a mistake unlike in a video game there is really no do-overs for the most part so if you are to sell something for a loss you could buy it back right away uh but most likely you wouldn't, because at the moment of your fear of whatever that is, you sold the you don't think rational. Chances of you just snapping out of it and being rational about it, I would say slim to none, because you wouldn't get yourself originally into that position of rationality. And... It's important to know thyself, to know what triggers you, what makes you get out of your comfort zone, when you are most likely need to be thinking clearly and uh, properly, I would say. So, this book, I think, gives a, gl- gl- um, a glimpse into us as humans and what fear could do to us when there's nothing really to fear but the fear itself. Lastly, uh the book called Quality First Investing. Got the idea of this book from a podcast I listened by Red Eye. The individual, John Bachlin, and I apologize if I'm pronouncing wrong, is actually the CEO, founder of Red Eye Investing. And What he did, he created a book for his investors, for himself, from his lessons that he learned for over either a decade or two de- decades of investing, of basically asking a questions in the form of a checklist before investing and weeding out companies that are basically not are not wonderful companies so although there's a lot of checklists and not everything has to be applied I think it's a good book to keep on your shelf obviously read it and pull out a few or a lot of questions to add to your checklist to get yourself better familiarized with any companies that you're investing in and really have a good understanding of what you're about to invest in. The worst thing you can do is put a lot of your capital into a company just to realize on the first down move that you really know nothing about company you're investing in and get yourself shaking out as spoken before about You know, the science of fear, thinking irrationally when maybe when the stock drops but the fundamentals of the company haven't changed, what you really should be doing is buying more while others are selling and yet you would not be able to do so because you're under fear and irrationality of not realizing, not knowing the company that you're buying in and what's the upsides and what's the downsides and maybe why even if it's going down because sometimes things just go down without really being having a really good reason on it on fundamental levels. So I have not fully finished the book, I did. Skim through it. I read it more on uh, whenever I can, and any questions that I f- find from the checklist, I add it to my own, or I add it on the sides to start to think over more and kind of reflect on them. Lastly, a segment of tax season. Uh, this. Coming Friday, I believe, April 15th is the last day to file your taxes without any extensions. Um, actually, I'm not sure if you can do extension on a personal level. I never had to really go past that. I usually do taxes uh, beforehand, way, way before the April 15th. Uh, but I decided to go look through since I started investing in Webull since 19... 19- my profits my losses and I put out uh, for 2018, 2020, 2021 and as you can see the amounts increasing which is wonderful but anytime short-term profits increase that means you have to pay taxes on under short profits or even long-term profits and being on Fintuit, we all know about compounders hashtag never sell hashtag multi-bagger hashtag hashtag i don't know (laughs) but i'm learning that have to pick and choose from what you read and although it is obvious in hindsight sometimes we get really into the crowd and wanna fit in and wanna talk about things that other people's talking about and yet that's not always the right thing to do, and that was my big mistake with discovery. I was at the height of the stock uh basically, I was up eight thousand dollars um It was like a multi bagger and uh what did I do uh instead of just selling it and realizing it is not rational, I got into the whole never sell. Holding it for a long run. I thought, you know, it's a great company. Why sell if you can hold it? But sometimes things just don't make sense. They just, I knew it doesn't really make sense, but I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't get out. Uh, I got out when the dust is settled and barely made it out of actually on a profit. So it would be really disappointing if I would actually end up selling it for a loss uh, while you know going from a multi bagger to a loser but I did take some profit uh way 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 too late after really learning that uh, there was uh, the hedge fund that got that blow up and I haven't really made the same mistake on iRobot when short sellers got squeezed and it hit my price target and I just exited the position and I have learned a lot of lessons since that day but I also have learned something indirectly that I am okay with having different baskets of companies in my portfolio some are they never sell sure uh, until the story changes or markets being irrational but also short-term uh basically like three to five years profit takers for example companies like irobot at the time and there was just with, uh, I can't say I predicted the, you know, what happened with, um China and the shortage supplies and chips, but sometimes it just pays to stick to your original thesis and your original play and don't quashing in it. And yet sometimes it doesn't. And I think Investing is not one way of doing it and we constantly should be evaluating our positions, our rules, our progress and learning from mistakes and from wins and loses and get better a little, little every day. So from that day, I just decided it's okay to have different brackets, but you should know what companies, in which brackets you have, and that's what I want for me. Uh, maybe you are okay with being a, uh, never sell, just buy uh, wonderful companies and hold them. Uh, I personally try to work with what I have and not always being able to add more money, so if the opportunity comes where i know this is the price and this is not the wonderful business it's okay to get out it's okay to take profits and find a better place to redeploy it if there is a better place so things like irobot things like future fuel um even potentially paypal uh it's more companies that may be more of a short-term, unlike companies like Spotify or LKQ or IAC, where I would like to hold them for a really long time because I think there's just so much more for these companies to unlock for the shareholders. Uh, so... I kind of start rumbling on something that has nothing to do with taxes. But to finish up, the special dividends is the one thing that I don't really know how to go around tax purposes. Um, Because, well, whenever they pay special dividends, you take them. You don't question that one. And you can't really question it. And lastly, um, I did post out about Opify selling it for a loss to offset the profits. Uh, but when the statement came in at the end of the year, it did say to me that the watch sale loss disallowed. And that's interesting because basically what I did, the selling part was useless. Um, and I guess that's a lesson I have to learn for the future of not just selling it. Um I did not know how to do a proper uh sale so you don't get the wash sale disallowance. I did have some put options and call options so I don't know if that works against doing a wash uh doing a wash sale. If anybody knows about this and wants to give a little um some lessons to me or guide me through it somewhere where I can learn more. I would love to do that. I'm a big fan of learning about taxes and uh, anything that has to do with investing and long-term, short-term gains for tax purposes. So if anybody has any info they want to share, please uh, hit me up on Twitter or just reply to this email, and I'll love to connect on that lastly, I always leave with the monthly munchies is the things that I read, listened, or watched, and I think they are either not shared by many other individuals or I just believe they would be useful for you and not time wasteful time wasteful. Um, Things to do that are investing related i know some people post things a lot of information but um not all of it is useful at least not useful in my eyes so whenever i go through something that i think would benefit uh you guys and gals when it comes to investing related subjects i edit every month and the things that i don't think are useful I just stick them to myself, because I wouldn't want you to waste the same time as I do. Um, Although, maybe it is not wasteful time, but definitely not a lot to learn from. So, that comes to the end of my monthly um, review of portfolio. I said, this is something different that I'm trying to do. I am going to go with this one and I would like to get feedback if this is something all of you would like to hear on a monthly basis or if this is just a waste of time. I'm just going off more or less of the things that I do talk about in the writing but I also space out and talk about other things that I don't write and I think maybe this is also useful I also realized that I am talking for almost 30 minutes while it would probably take about five minutes or less to go through this Substack post not to waste any of your time I would like to say thank you if you listen to this audio I will, uh, wait for, you know, by next month I'll see what kind of review comes in. I really would greatly appreciate if you would give feedback on the audio format. If this is something you would like me to do on a monthly basis. If this is something useful or if this is not. I will be adding it with addition to the regular post so maybe if you don't like it or um, you don't want to listen to it every time you don't have to you still get the post in writing uh, but I always want to do something like this in audio I don't have time to do it in a video format like a YouTube with the setting and everything but with the audio I can just put my headphones on when the kids are asleep, I rumble on for about half an hour or less, hopefully. Uh, this is first time, so I guess maybe it was a little longer than I wanted to. And hopefully the whole idea is really to add additional content to my writing because I don't always able to write everything that I think, but I can definitely... Speak more on the things that I write in a longer format. And I don't know. I think it's fun. But I uh, really would like to get some feedback. With that, thank you. And until next time. Bye-bye.